this is the art world podcast world 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 <laughs> podcast podcast yes, podcast <laughs> art art and i'm your host lisa and this and, is your other host <laughs> Catherine, or miss art world i love it all right what are we talking about today lessons learned yeah so i just had my solo show it was amazing from what I have heard. It was exhausting. <laughs> I bet. It was it was great. It was good. I'm happy with it. Um, glad it's over. I bet. But definitely some lessons learned from the solo show experience. I love it. That's why we're here today. So yeah. lesson number one. I think the biggest one, and I actually was talking to Peter, who's the executive director at Studio Channel Islands Art Center, and we were talking about what could have been better. And I think the number one thing that I was would agree with him is kind of gallery communication. Um, okay. So for my show, it was on a Friday. Yes. And they had another big um, fundraiser happening on Saturday. Oh, no. That I had no idea about when I picked the date. And I think they picked it after yeah. my date with was already solidified because mine was solidified in February. And they probably didn't recognize how much cleanup yours would be. Had no idea. Yeah. So he was saying that in the future, it'd be really helpful for a gallery to know exactly how much time it would take to install, which is the problem with my work is I don't know how much time it will take to install yeah. all the time and how much cleanup there will be and how I am going to clean it up. So I had cupcakes and glitter and a pool of water. Yeah. And all had to be cleaned up. Thank God I have a bunch of people there helping me. So my family like super helped clean awesome. up that night. But it was interesting because Peter said, oh, you have until like noon the next day. And then he looked at the space at the end of the night and was like, we need the piano guy to come in at 10 tomorrow. Oh man. To play the piano. And I was like, "Well, I didn't know that." Yet. Yeah. I had I was thinking I had all this time yeah. to clean. And he's like, "Well, you do kind of, but the floors have to be <sighs> which good. is really the hardest part. Hardest part." Um, and I feel like this is a great lessons learned. Mm -hmm. I also feel like you guys were almost in a way at a disadvantage because you worked there, you know each other so well that those normal lines of questioning were kind of put to the side because there was that trust. A hundred percent agreed. Which I think a lot of artists, if you're in like a co-op group, mm -hmm. like if you're a member of TAG and you know the space so well, I can see um, communication breaking down in that sense too because you're just so used to the space, you're comfortable, you go in, you do your thing. And exactly. you don't always question like okay so what is what is the cleanup how is this gonna happen 100 percent. so i think next time if i'm putting together a proposal i need to put in you know installation time yep. and have that be an unknown but um say clearly like i need the gallery monday through friday from this time to this time because yeah. he had like events scheduled throughout mm -hmm. the week which is totally understandable yeah. But it made it difficult for both of us to figure out when you could get there. Mm -hmm. And I think you just need to build in at least a full day afterwards for your cleanups. They take so long. Yeah. 
Which it would have been fine if the show was on a Saturday. Yes. And then Sunday cleanup. Yes. So I think next time I'll insist on a Saturday show. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we got distracted. <laughs> um, and then have Sunday as a requirement to clean up. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right, lesson number two. Hit me with it. Lesson number two, I think, I don't know if it's a lessons learned, but it was something that I reflected upon at the uh, end of everything was marketing. So I put in a lot. I thought you put in a lot of work. A lot of work in marketing. I put in a lot of money in marketing, uh-huh. too. I think I put in at least at least $250 in Ooh, marketing. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And I was, I would have been happy with about 80 people. Mm -hmm. And I think I had about 65. Okay. So I was hoping to put in as much money into marketing as I could to get people there. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was what I was hoping for, but I also don't know if it's like a game that you play it's like a long-term game. Like I put in all the marketing money and effort and work now, and maybe they don't come to this show, but maybe they make it to my next show. Yeah, I don't think you should. Oh, man, I'm really bad about your lessons learned because I feel like I'm just dismissing them. <laughs> um, I don't think you should feel bad about putting that money into it. I mm-hmm. think it was good for your brand overall. I think you were, again, at a disadvantage because of the location. Location. And I think the and Friday. I think Friday hurt you because traffic. And Camarillo's not that close. Yeah. Um, and when I, if you were at an A25 or a tag where it's in the heart of LA mm-hmm. and you have people who can go to other receptions or are down there already, it's a lot easier to get more people to go then. Yeah. Because then it's a stop on the rest of their night. Mm-hmm. Um. Because this is your whole night, but for people attending a reception, it's usually just one stop among other things. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, so I, yeah. No, I think you're right. I think next time I'll keep doing everything that I did. Like, I sent out uh, personalized invitations. Which was amazing. And I think the people that got them that I have a relationship with were, like, really excited yeah. that they got it and... That they were personally invited, so that was cool. Um, within the marketing umbrella, I realized that I should have sent the press release and photos out to kind of the media mm-hmm. a lot earlier than I did. How early did you do it? So I did it a month in advance. Yeah. And really, so I got picked up by a couple different mm-hmm. places, but they're like, we're already into our next season. So like uh magazine um 805 living picked me up but i'm in the october issue okay so they're like if we just had it maybe a month or two prior Mm -hmm. it would have been different yeah i wonder if it's something like that you send out three months prior and then do a reminder or you know last ditch effort a month Mm -hmm. prior yeah because i was worried i was sending out too too early yeah but they're like no no send it out I think the three months mark is yeah. key. Also, congrats on the 805. Thanks. Just found that out right now, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Live with our audience. <laughs> a uh, magazine. Nice. Um, 
But yeah, it was cool. I got to do a photo shoot. Hey. Mm-hmm. Poor Tyler got just told what that to night? do. No, I did it uh, like a week ahead of time. Why don't I know anything about your when, life? Why you didn't you tell me this? left me. You went to a conference and left me alone. I don't alone. care. I have a phone. <laughs> that's true. I'm hurt. Um, yeah, that was exciting. Okay, that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So that, I think, <coughs> lessons learned. Send it out earlier. All right, number three. Oh, that's all I have. You had two lessons learned for a podcast about lessons learned. (laughs) Well, um, I got distracted. I'm sure there's way more. I do think... um, So it's interesting with my... Okay. This is a lessons learned, but I don't think it's my fault. Okay. Okay. So I... Watch this be the one that I put on you. (laughs) Right? You're like, you should have done this better. So I sent the gallery all of my label information. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, they couldn't print out the label information. Why not? Because I think um, they bought the wrong um, label stuff. Like a lot the of hand label motions sheets. going on right now. <laughs> uh, and Tyler was saying, oh, it's for a certain type of printer and they have it inkjet oh. or something like that. So every time they print out the label information, it was all smeared. So I took a label sheet home and I tried to print it and it was smeared on mine. So I think the label sheet was just wrong for the type of printers we had. So I ended up just printing out a piece of paper and then cutting it and then taping the labels to the wall, which is super ghetto. Do you at least like use two-sided tape? Yes. Okay, thank God. But there, and it was super last minute because... I would have made fun of you. I would have made fun of me, too. And they were all different sizes. Love my mom, but she cut them out all weird. Dude, no. (laughs) Um, And they put them up on the wall for me, which I love. But I was like, I was frustrated because I'm like, guys, this is what you do. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be responsible for printing out the labels. No. But now it looks janky. Yeah. um, That sucks. I don't Mm -hmm. think that's on you. But shouldn't I have a backup plan? For next time? I, I am all about mitigating foreseeable issues. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was foreseeable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you still had enough time to go home and print it and do stuff about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't do it at home as well as you could have, <laughs> but yeah, you did have time. <laughs> and it was like the day of, too. Oh, it was the day mm-hmm. of? Yeah, so then you really had, didn't have much time. Oh, I have another lesson learned. Number four. Um, if you are um, paying a photographer or a videographer, um, have it built into your contract or your agreement that they need to send you raw footage or raw images, like unedited images, um, within 24 hours. Because... He, so, did he not send you the raw footage? He didn't, but he did send me a clip. Okay. But he needed time to edit it, so mm-hmm. it was about a minute and a half. Um, so if you're lucky, which uh, it was super exciting to have um, CBS email the gallery Mm -hmm. and then they emailed me and they were asking for footage of the art show because they had missed it um but i didn't have anything other than what was posted on instagram as far as video and so i reached out to my videographer and he didn't know that this was going to be a request 
Well, you didn't know you'd be asked. Didn't know I was going to be asked. Um, so he's like, I have a bunch of different projects I will try and do as soon as possible. So I ended up taking photos, taking the Instagram videos, apologizing to CVS and saying that I only have this amount of coverage, but I'm waiting for my videographer to send me more. And he sent it to me, like, I think two days later. Okay. And I sent that to them as well. Good. And did they respond? Uh, not yet. Okay. Awesome. Still holding out. Still holding out. Love holding it. Holding out hope. Hey. <laughs> if anything, I was thinking that they might have a different idea of what the performance art is. Probably. So they might look at it and go, what? Yeah. No. Especially like a no, dance or choir you. performance. <laughs> but it's still And you're up cool on a ladder cutting hair. To, like, a girl playing piano? But yeah. Yeah. They're like, we can't use any yeah. of this. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> but I was still asked. So something in marketing happened well for them to Good job. To know exactly. And that's... About it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and now it's even that person in that department knows your name. Yeah. And that's important. hmm So I think it was worth it. I think so, too. I feel good about it. Yeah. Good. But that's... I think... Yeah. That should have been number one lesson learned. Totes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Well, live and learn. Mm-hmm. Great job. Congratulations. Thank you. Accomplished a lot this week. Yeah, I'm tired. And most importantly, it was your birthday. It was my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. It was a great way to celebrate uh, my birthday. And Do I've you gotten... want to tell people how old you are? I'm 30. The big dirty 30. Yeah. 3-0. It's all over for me. All downhill. It's all downhill from mm-hmm. here. That's what I always say. I can feel my brain As I have not reached older. it yet. <laughs> I can't wait until you're 30. Oh, it's gonna, I'm going to cry. I'm going to be so sad. No. I can't handle it. You'll always be younger than me. That's the good part. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is why I'll keep you around forever. This yeah. reason right here. <laughs> Make you feel better about you yeah, being Yeah, you young. really, you do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I like my older brother. He's always going to be older. He's always going to be older. This is true. Yeah. Uh, What else was I going to say? I can't remember now. Excellent. That's good for a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I also... Oh, lessons learned two. The last one that I'm going to share. Number five. Um, I made a mistake. What? Yes. I know what it is. What is it? You booked this when I was at a conference. But, oh, yes. That I was couldn't the biggest be there. Mistake. Number six. Lisa was not able to come. Yeah. Um, I thought that it would be very cool to have women fanning themselves, um, and do that performance in like the cocktail 30 minutes mm-hmm. before the actual performance was going to start. But people came in and they just sat down and they didn't know that they could like get up and walk around and look and see oh. and touch. And so everyone came in thinking that the performance had already started. Yeah. So I need to figure out a way to communicate with my audience that they can get up and walk around. They also, so. That's tough because it's that third wall mm-hmm. of like you never know if your audience is going to like. One lady at your last performance at A25 came up and was like circling you and like literally an inch away from you as if you weren't a person. And I was throwing a fan around. And you like, were throwing I a fan around. I don't know what she was thinking. And then this time they're like, oh, we're just going to go sit down. You just mm-hmm. never know how they're going to react. Yeah. 
And uh, there wasn't a whole lot of audio. There was music and there was um, the fan audio. But other than that, there's not a lot going on as far yeah. as what you can listen to. And people, I guess, were um, shushing other people <laughs> when they were trying to like talk about what the work yeah. meant. Um, they were being shushed. Like Tyler was explaining the fan piece to his grandma. Yeah. And uh, he got shushed. I love it. I love it. I was like, ah, they could totally they talk. They totally like, talk. It's yeah. not... I would rather them try and talk about the artwork than just, yeah. ha- you know, forcing everyone to be quiet. Have you ever thought about, like, mid-performance, like, building in just, like, a earth-shattering scream? I should. I think I'd be really nervous to do that. I don't think I'd scream very well. I have huge anxiety talking or, like, really? screaming in front of I'll people. I'll do it with you. I want to do it. Will you do that? I'll do it. Okay, yeah. now it's got to be a couple performances from this podcast because then people are just going to anticipate. It. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would shake a room. Yes. Yeah. Well, I had Emily scream one time, but... Uh, Was it like a, like a, ah, scream or like a high-pitched, like... Her scream's like, like my scream. scream. It was not a true scream at all. It was like, I'm going to do this because Katie asked me to, but yeah. I'm very uncomfortable screaming i would have to practice mm-hmm. i'd be nervous to practice i've been screaming since i was a kid but i'm down isn't that a weird thing that you just don't scream Anymore? so if you told me to scream right now i'd be like oh i don't know if i can i couldn't in the environment we're in right now oh well no but if you really wanted me to i, I would okay well and i think i think back of like when i get scared yeah holy smokes i should have put my phone who on are you we get mad at guests when they I do know. this um uh, and I don't scream like I would scream. Um, I have. Have you? I have. Yeah. My Mine's roommate like scared me. a scared me. man scream. It's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cute Mine scream at all. Mine would not cute when it hurt your ears. <laughs> really? Yeah. It was high pitched. Aw. Yeah. When was the last time you got scared? Oh, I don't know. People always try and scare me. Oh, that's true. I accidentally uh, scared you the other day. Yeah. Man, people do it a lot. Uh, Alec and Garrett, when I lived with them, they scared me once. Mm. Yeah, they regretted it. You know what? I am hoping that there's something cool that's happening in the art world in L.A. that is um, scary. I know you're not on board I'm with that. I'm out. I hate this idea. But I will not be there. I want to go to the exhibit that features monsters or something. I no. think that would be okay with you, right? No. If it was on a painting? Maybe, but then other people would probably come up creepily. Maybe. I, I want like some like stuff. BuzzFeed, Buzzsaw um, level paintings this Halloween. Okay. In LA. In LA. Mm-hmm. Velvet Buzzsaw is what you're talking about. Yes. That took me a second. It's <laughs> <was> like, what? <laughs> All right. Um, do we have art news? I have some interesting things. Cool. Me too. Oh, good. Just one. Oh, I have three. Hit me with it. Okay. So, and they're kind of one-liners. Excellent. So don't ask me any questions to follow Oh, up. I will. Okay. <laughs> um, so Freeze London and Freeze Masters just opened. Yeah. The preview day was um, October 2nd. Okay. So it will be really interesting to see how sales go with Brexit happening. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see 
We'll probably recap this when uh, Freeze ends. Excellent. I look forward to that. See how it goes. Um, Ursula Fisher has a show opening uh, with Gagosi in Paris. Okay. And the title is only three letters, and it's Leo, and it's based off of a celebrity. Can you guess who? Uh, Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. My number Um, one love. That's your number one love? Not at all, no. Oh, I was going to say probably. But my car was named after him. Really? Yeah, Leonardo da Volvo. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I actually, this is explicit. So um, <laughs> when I was in high school, I tried to name my car Leonardo da Volvo. <laughs> and uh, my stepmom was like, oh, Lisa, honey, no. That's, really? Yeah, because it's a female body part. Oh. And I was going around telling everyone. <laughs> no one corrected you? No one corrected me. So then I was like, we're sticking with the car's actual name. Okay. So it's uh, Leonardo da Volvo. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> But I, I wonder if everyone else got it that you told. I don't think so. Because they think, were like high I school think like adults level. did, but I don't think high, cause high schoolers, I mean, I don't know about you, but our sex education was very bad. Oh, terrible. Yeah, I didn't know body parts. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm glad someone told you that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Could have been bad. This is a very embarrassing story to share on the podcast. I'm so glad you shared Anytime, it. Anytime, guys. Uh, so she does like wax candle uh, sculpture portraits. Of him. So um, it's not confirmed that it's based off him, but that's what everyone's really. Saying. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> what parts of it? I don't know, but I'm interested. <laughs> I just think it's interesting to have your whole exhibit be based on a celebrity. It's creepy. It's like a super fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or do they have? Do they know each other? Because she's a famous artist, so she might have met him. And was like, let me build this off of you. I need to know more. And he was like, quick, I'm aging. Oh, (laughs) I need to be kept in my form. Preserve (laughs) me. He's aging well. Of course he is. He's a snack. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, and the last one I have is the Notre Dame is now being funded for $3 million of donations by French Tycons. Tycons? Tycoons? Tycoons. Who are you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. Tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach hurts. Okay, so I have to I have to just shame you right now. Oh, do it. I'm ready. I went up to you and you were like, I can't really find much art news. Did you find something? Literally, I Google searched one thing and it came up immediately. And I said, great, I'm done. Wow. This took me one minute to find. This, the, mine took me like 15 minutes. All right. Banksy is taking his art directly to the people with a new online store, Gross Domestic Product. Um, So essentially, he uh, has built an online store and a physical pop-up in Croydon, which I might have just butchered that. So sorry, people in England. Um, You can't go in, but it raises money for a good cause. So he's selling his work. How do you Um, feel about that? So... Basically, what his lawyer said is a recent legal dispute proved the last straw. A greeting card company sought to take control of Banksy's trademark, given that the artist hasn't been using it himself. Banksy has been forced into the merchandising market. The artist's lawyer, Mark Stevens, sup, Mark? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Told Artnet News. The European trademark categories became his muse. You have a ludicrous court action being met by creative genius. Um... He's one of the most ripped off artists in the world. He's been plagiarized by big business. Um, and then one of the interesting things is where did it go? 
do do do. Um, Can you say something? Yeah, I just think, uh, why? Why stupid, um, like, card, Yeah, Hallmark, whatever? Well, like, why do you think that's okay to rip off from Banksy? It's Like, it's, it's not. not. But, I mean, the corporate world doesn't follow ethics. <sighs> they should. And they know he's not going to come out and sue because he's anonymous. That makes me really sad, though. Yeah, it makes me sad. All right, so... Um, The proceeds from these products will go towards buying a new migrant rescue boat to replace the one confiscated by Italian authorities, Banksy wrote in a statement referring to the Spanish ship Open Arms, which was seized by Italian authorities last year. So you may well be committing a criminal offense by purchasing them. Wow. Yeah. So respect. I like that he's not, that it's going to a cause. Yeah. Um, but And I'm really disappointed in the corporate world and ripping him off all the time. I hate the corporate world. I'm glad he also didn't sell out. And it's just because the corporate world did this. Like, no, I'm going to make money. He's like, no, I'm still going to have a political stance and statement. Mm-hmm. He's staying true to himself while trying to fight big business. What's he selling? Prince? Um, no, it's a there's a number of things. Um, he basically did like this little pop up shop. You can't go into it. Oh, um, it's through glass, it. so you okay. still have to do everything online, so you can only see it. Um, it sounds like there's a range. Oh, excellent! Banksy just posted nine minutes ago. Breaking <laughs> oh. news! <laughs> Art should make us feel more clearly and more intelligently. It should give us coherent sensations that we otherwise would not have. But the price of a work of art is now part of its function. Its new job is to sit on the wall and get more expensive. Instead of being the common property of humankind, the way a book is, art becomes the particular property of somebody who can afford it. Suppose that every worthwhile book in the world costs one million. Imagine what a catastrophic effect on cultural that would have. Wow. Banksy. Love ya. Um, So he has it. So the pop-up shop almost looks like a living room. Um. And so I believe you can buy anything from it. Uh, there's paintings, um, some of his, and very much so his style. There's a hatchet. Um, yeah, so I'll show you that picture. We'll post it, do a little reshare. Very cool. Um, but I respect it. Good job, Banksy. Yeah, it's interesting. And I get that he has to use his... Um, signature or his trademark trademark because mm-hmm. they have all different kinds of rules yeah but shame on the shame on big business card business whatever. fight the man exactly yeah that was a really good story thank you i'm proud I of put you put a lot of hard work and effort into that <laughs> they're much better than my stories it's <laughs> like this will do <laughs> oh man no yours were great thank People you are now aware of everything in the art world oh good yeah so, um, I think that closes us out. I think we're good. Um, we should probably go get some lunch. Yes. So, <laughs> we love you guys. We do love you guys. <laughs> we and love you so much. We're going to go talk about, about all of you while we're at lunch. Mm-hmm. We're going to think about Don't you. Don't forget to follow us on Art World Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Hey, whoever, um, you know, gave away our number to a Chinese telemarketer, shame. <laughs> Are you sure that it was a Chinese telemarketer? Yeah, it wasn't your brother. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Yeah. He left. He was like, I left you more voicemails. I know. 
<laughs> None of them are usable. Oh, darn. Yeah. Poor Samuel. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, call us because we're not changing the number because we, too, are fighting the man. <laughs> and that man is are. big business in China. <laughs> oh, gosh. All, All right. right. Love, love you. you. Bye. Bye.